beginning Sefer Shemot. Letter Gimel, Oath Gimel. So a Malaf of Hashem appeared in a flame of fire from out of the bush and the Torah says that and behold the Sneh, the bush was consumed in fire, burning in fire rather, but it was not consumed, it was not destroyed. Familiar song there? <laughs> the song that Eric sings with these words that I really like a lot. Hayakan Marahanavua. This was, of course, a prophecy. It wasn't that Moshe Rabbeinu looked at a physical bush burning in fire, you know, and that bush didn't become consumed. This was a prophetic vision, what was occurring now. Marahanavua. There are many explanations of what this vision was about that our Mephorshim talk about. Many. To try and explain what this prophecy means and what each element in it means. The bush, the fire, it not being consumed. What does all that mean? Midrashi mashma shepshuto shamikra koyal b'nei Yisroel b'galut. In the midrash, it sounds, it implies that the pshat of the sukim about the bush refers to the Jewish people and our stay in exile. In other words, that we are the sneh, we are the bush. That has to do with being something low to the ground and it represents the humility of Yisrael, or sometimes being unfortunately in a low state. So it's the Jewish people in Galus, Ukamosha Amru, as it says in the Midrash, Kishem Shehasne Boer Boesh Just as the bush is burning in fire and it's not consumed, Kachamitzrim Einan Yecholim. So too the Egyptians are not able to destroy the Jewish people. Bush was burning, didn't get destroyed. We are being hurt, we're being subjected to slavery. We're the bush, we're being hurt by the midstream, but not to be destroyed. In this case, then, the snet hints to the Jewish people. That the fire of exile, the suffering of exile, in this case referring to Mitzrayim, does not destroy us. The Chain Mefarish Rashi, Rashi also explains, Rashi says a little differently that the Sne does hint to Golus, but it refers to Hashem's presence 
being with the Jewish people in the midst of our exile. So probably the fire of the Shekhinah, which is with B'nai Yisrael, and is with us in the midst of our suffering, Hashem is there. V'haramban Mefarish, however, the Ramban says something differently about this, Nebuah. Shemare hasne marames al ha'asid, that the vision of the bush refers to a future event, meaning future from that time Moshe was living in. Almam at Harsinai, and it was referring to when we received the Torah at Harsinai. Umarames al hahor boer boish, and the hint, the message of the prophecy was. Harsinai, which would be a fire at the time Matan Torah occurred. It was fire there and a tremendous, awesome vision of Matan Torah. Hakasuv Eitzel Matan Torah. Just as Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of this Nebuah that you will take out this nation from Egypt, and they will serve God on this mountain. In other words, this was Harsinai. So the smet, this low bush, seems to be Merames to Harsinai, and of course that's direct because Harsinai was the lowest of all the mountains. It was the humblest of all the mountains. Hashem gave us over there. And the fire then refers to really the fire that descended upon Harsinai when we received the Torah and that awesome event. And the Midrash says, too, that what God showed Moshe here was the tremendous fire of the giving of the Torah. So we have two things happening in this Nebuah. The exile of B'nai Yisrael, our suffering, and yet that we endure. And the receiving of the Torah, Mitoch Ha'esh, at Harsinai. Those are the two messages that Norgadayahu brings. Vahabir Bezehu, Kibamare Hanavua, Hayagivui Alamahu Shabinay Yisrael. Now, what Norgadayahu wants to do is try and break through to the essence of these two approaches. Because truly, what's happening at this Mare is a, a revelation as to the essence of the Jewish people. This is a nevuah about the mahus, the essence of Kla Yisrael. Ki af bihiyosam begalus adayin hein mishorim hayamit that even when we endure exile we remain alive and we do continue. Vahasne einenu ukol the bush, the Jewish people, is not for, is not consumed. Shehanakuda shel b'nei Yisroel the essence of the Jewish people never gets nullified in the midst of those. They suffer a lot for a long period of time, but the essence of the Jewish people remains, and it's never destroyed by any exile. And we've been through some pretty horrendous exiles. In this respect, the fire of the exile is, is a purging fire. Just like fire purges and it solidifies, the 
put you put a cleave and a fire in, in a kiln, and that solidifies it or it purifies it if it's a metal. So the fire of Golus is mitzare, right? It solidifies and purifies Kla Yisrael. Vahanakuda shaldene Yisrael yotzeis mehagolus mitzuraf umamurah. And this essence of the Jewish people, we emerge from exile purified and solidified. Kibene Yisrael einam betelim ach besof hagol hachashkuz hachigadol. The Jewish people never are nullified, even in the most intense darkness. So that's one, that this exile actually purifies and solidifies Kal Yisrael like fire does to an instrument which is being made by an artisan. Bula'idach Gisa, and on the other side, the Maimon Harsinai aspect of this Nebuah, Ne'mar Khan Hamayla Hashniya Shodanei Yisrael, this refers to the second aspect. That even when God, the Melech Malchei Hamlachim, reveals himself to us, also, We are not nullified to that light either. That doesn't destroy us either. What he's saying here is that an enormous revelation can wipe a person out. One side of the spectrum is Golis, suffering. The other side is an enormous revelation. It can wipe a person out. And he's going to explain this a little bit, that even though, not only even though, but with the revelation of the Shekhinah to Kla Yisrael, not only do we not cease to exist as a result of it, but somehow we even thrive on it. Rak nimshachem acharei ha'ur. We see that light of the Gilui, and we're drawn after it. We follow it. We grow with it. At Even if that fire of revelation is burning and powerful, we still go with it. We don't. We don't run away from it. At that great revelation of Harsinai, the Jewish people didn't cease to exist as a result of it. Rak we actually derived our life and our sustenance from that fire of revelation, v'hasne e'nena u'kol, and the bush, the Jewish people, was not consumed. Yes, Nisa? This is said of all the exiles. There's something fundamental about Golis Mitzrayim, and that's this. When we refer to the four Golios of Kla Yisrael, that's not inclusive of Mitzrayim. The Arba Golios, the four exiles, is Bozel, or Babylonia, Pras, Madai, Persia, Yodon, Greece, and Edom, Rome. What happened to Mitzrayim? It's not, it's not part of the four. The idea is this, that Mitzrayim was a kind of Golis that was involved in the formation of the Jewish people as a nation, in the birth as a nation. Following that was Matan Torah, and we became a nation. We begin counting the four Goliaths after we became a nation, and therefore we start with Bogol. This formed the nation. The other were Goliaths that our nation, our people, was subjected to, and it didn't form us. This formed us. 
that those who survive, you know, alive by the exile are the ones who are affected by it, but even those who die in the exile are affected by it, right? And the Prithadic writes that the 80% um, who died in the shrine, that those Nishramas did come back into Kalyusro over history and were, so to speak, recycled back into the Jewish people. They weren't, la they weren't lost to Kalyusro, they came back in. So somebody dies in a particular gullus, but that's their kapura, that's their tikkun, their neshama, that's what their neshama is. Yes, sir. Uh, you, you've commented many times on the distinction between Jewish and Eastern spirituality, and the idea that while uh, spirituality and while you can get ever, ever closer, there's always some separation or some distinction. Right. Uh, merging with God, right. But right. maybe you might say that there's sort of an impact on writing and the way they are gone. But there's a Matthias, right? There's even, a Matthias. Even, even uh, that you know, Moshe's shown this revelation that people are going to go through, mm -hmm. uh, but that, and that even though they'll, they'll go through this fire and they'll be. Uh, have all these qualities of being inspired that, 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 that uh, spirituality would not be one of uh, uh, merging the city. Very good. Very nice, I know. So, yes, are you? So, is a paradigm. Yes, Mitzrayim is a paradigm, and, and the Sforms say that all the Dalit Goliaths were contained in Golith Mitzrayim. That this formative Golith, this like birthing Golith of Yisrael Mitzrayim, contain the future for Goliath too. That's also said about Edom, which is the, the last exile. Edom also contains qualities of all the previous ones. Mitzrayim too, so it seems to be, just thinking about this right now, I've thought about it before, that the first one, Mitzrayim, the formative Goliath, the last one, Edom, contains also everything in the middle. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, yeah. Not as dramatic, right. But this was an emerging really into Matan Torah, you know. The other one had to do, other ones had to do more with Purvan and, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and even, even a Golis within our own land, which was, you know, the, the miracle of uh, Hanukkah, that we were in Eretz Yisrael, you know, but we were dominated by the Yavanna, but that was considered Golis. Right now we're in Golas too, even though we have Eretz Yisrael. So they have different aspects to them. But something is birthed in, in that in that the experience of Golas creates something new within Klal Yisrael. Some new koach is achieved by Klal Yisrael by, by going through that Golas. This was the birth of the whole nation, so it's unique, that's right. 
The other one is more an aspect of something that's being formed or being fixed, but not the total birth of the people. Yes, Richard? And also the other one. Probably yes, right? Yes, we had the land. Yes, and we had the Torah. And this was prior to both the land and the Torah. And the nation. Yeah. We were a shtickle nation, you know. We had Shivin Yarding Yisrael, but we really weren't a complete nation until until this happened. That's true. starting to, to be produced. Okay, weiter. Elu beis hamalo shotla Yisroh. Omer harav hakodesh meishbet zizatzah. Mevuorim bepasit. These two milas, these aspects of kla Yisroh about surviving and being purged by Golis, and also surviving revelation, if I just say it concisely, being able to survive a revelation on it. So the Ishbitzer, right? The Ishbitzer was Rav Mordechai Yosef of Ishbitz. He was the Rebbe of the Prefatic. Dixiv, as it is said in Devorim. Hashoma am kol elokim midaber mitochoesh kasher shamata atavayefi. One, Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to the Jewish people toward the end of the Torah. Has the nation ever heard the voice of Hashem speaking from out of the fire as you have heard, Vayachi, and live. Has the nation ever heard Hashem's voice speaking out of the fire, Vayachi, and live? That's one. Oh, or, Moshe Rabbeinu continues, Hanisa Elohim lo kafas lo Has God ever challenged taking one nation for himself from out of the midst of another? Now this pasu clearly combines both of these concepts. <coughs> the first one he says is, has a nation heard your voice and survived? That's the revelation at Harsinai and the living from that revelation. And the second one, has he pulled a nation out of another nation? That's Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. This is in Devorim. Dalad Lamed Gimel Lamed Dalad. I'm sorry, I said at the end of Sefer Devorim, it's at the beginning. Pirish, ki Moshe Rabbeinu mishabeach es kla Yisrael ve'elu beis hadvor. Moshe Rabbeinu is praising the Jewish people there in that pasuk in Dvorim in these two ways. Sheyesh lohem hakoach, she'inam mispatni merov hakadusha. Not only do we have the power not to cease to exist in the midst of a revelation, but some part of us remains. And not only that, but we follow it. We're drawn after that. We appreciate the revelation. It might be very intense and very hard to handle, but ultimately we're drawn after it. So it says, that you heard Hashem's word and you lived from it. You didn't cease to exist from it. Now he takes it a little further, the Orgad Maybe this word Vayachi means It's not only that they survived the revelation, but it's the revelation itself that gave them life. 
that their life came from Hashem's word of revelation to them. That's how B'nai Yisrael said, this is what it means to be alive, is to, is to experience Hashem's presence. That's truly life. Not only am I not dying here, this is a source of life. Take a look just quickly on the bottom there. By letter 12. Sorry, first letter 12, number 12. And we see this in truth. The Chacham say, when we heard the Ten Commandments, every word Hashem spoke, our Neshama flew out. Seems like we died. Neshama flew out. So each time Hashem spoke, their neshama left them, but then God gave it back, and it gave them new life. So it seems like this concept is the extent, the intensity of revelation can really cause a person to be so, what we would say, blown away by this. You stop to exist, and for a moment we did. Our neshamas left. However, there was another and another Meshivas Nefesh. Our soul kept coming back to us. That we derived our life from this revelation. We survived it and we advanced spiritually from it. And the other side of the Nebuah is the praise of the Jewish people. But even when, when we were completely, almost completely, enmeshed in Mitzrayim, Shehem Nivloim Besocha Mitzrayim, it's like we were absorbed by Mitzrayim. Really, we really almost lost our identity. We, we were that close. We were there in Mitzrayim like a fetus in its mother's womb. That's how surrounded and enveloped we were. thought he came, pardon me? Yes. Einam Batali, but still we existed, we were not completely buckled to Mitzrayim. Rak Hanakuna Shal Haklal, Nisheris Betokfo. The essence of the Klal Yisroa remains, not only does it remain, but Betokfo, in all of its power. The Ha'ish Eino Yisroa. The fire doesn't destroy us, purifies us, solidifies us. This is the Maila the Yisrael is being praised by in this Pesim. This was the essence of the prophecy that Moshe Rabbeinu saw at the bush. Legalos the Moshe Rabbeinu Shalom to reveal to Moshe Rabbeinu this essence of the Jewish people, the one that survives Golus, and not only survives but comes out stronger, and the one that survives revelation and comes out greater. Whether we're in a matzav of exile or whether we're in a matzav of revelation. From both of them, we take something out in the essence of our people that propels us forward in an even tighter relationship with our country. Okay. Okay.
of all things. You know, a Navua is a certain revelation to a Navi about a facet of something. It could be a very large facet, but it's not necessarily complete. It's not the whole picture of all things at all times. It's absolutely emet. It's absolutely clear to the Navi. And whatever message Hashem's giving him, you know, that slice, that spectrum, that's what he's being given. So Moshe Rabbeinu's message, based on this, is about the essence of Kla Yisrael. It's not about what Kla Yisrael is going to become, the blooming that you're asking. It's not about that. It's about our ability to endure, whether it's Galus or whether it's Revelation. We know how to endure it, and not only that, but we grow from it, and we're purified by it. That's this Navua. The blooming is another message. That's something that happens later in history when we see what Klai Yisrael can become, when the Beis HaMikdash is built, when we enter into Yisrael. Of course, ultimately, the real blooming is Mashiach. And it's interesting that in the Nebuah, we saw a couple weeks ago, that there the Novi is told to take a piece of wood or a tree that says, I'm Yehuda, and one Yosef, and put him together. The, 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 the prophetic image there is also wood, it's also a tree. And maybe that's the concept of blooming that's revealed later, when Yehuda and Yosef become one, and then B'nai Yisrael achieves its ultimate relationship to Hashem. So I think your point is a good one. And most likely, that's not what this Nebuah is about. This is about survival and strengthening and purifying. What we ultimately will become, that's another message. That's something else. <laughs> it's in the sequel. Okay. Uh, now he has one last. Oh, sorry. Very quick. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, would both the Gaulus, um, the suffering, and the revelation be necessary for growth? Is this part of the revelation? They're both necessary. They're both necessary. Right. They uh, both cleanse the body's Right. Okay. The suffering of exile, and you could say the the clarity or the exhilaration of, of revelation. It's like we grow both from pain and we, we grow from joy. We grow from both. Right, but I'm not going to be first to get to a deeper, more quality. It seems to be that way. 
that's a big question, but that's how it seems. Yes. Yes. Right. So yesterday in the the Torah of the Rambam, where he suggested that the uh, the Moshe Rabbeinu was concerned that he didn't want it to just be that he would have this level of revelation, but that that that's what one of the ways the Rambam explains what Moshe's reluctance to go. He didn't want it to be that he would be, be the only person who would have this level of revelation. But when we saw Moshe Torah, we saw that all the people who would have the same level of revelation. Then he, then he was willing to be the believer and the believer. Yeah. So really, you know, what's the insight into the, into the uh, leadership? Of Moshe Rabbeinu. This complete devotion to Kali Okay, now he's going to say one more thought here, which ties us together a little further. This is Orgadayahu's own thought now. Ubehemis. Beis ha-madregos teluyin These two madregas are dependent on each other. This Golis fire and this Geula fire that they have to do with each other. Shebaoso darga shebenei Yisrael v'golus sovlim ho'esh shogolus to the extent or to the degree that the Jewish people bear the fire of exile kein zochim acharka lehahar voer bo'esh we merit accordingly the fire, meaning the fire of Arsina, of Matan Torah, afterwards. But these are related to each other. Ubiyeser Bir, to explain it a little more, Yesh Lomar, Ki ve'emes ho'esh shogolus, humamish oso ho'esh shol ho'or bo'er bo'esh. Now he's saying the truth is it's the same fire. It's a very striking thought. It's the same fire of exile, and the same fire of revelation, the same age. Ella shahu b'sochester, but the fire in Golus is out of concealment. Ubehahester nislabesh zehoesh, behoesh shal yisure hagolus. And in the time of suffering, of darkness in Jewish history, this fire it presents itself. It takes on the clothing of suffering of Golus. That's how it presents. Ubehahester nires la'inayim shehoesh hazeh soreh. And when we're, when we're in the midst of this darkness, it really looks to us that this fire is killing us. This is a burning, destructive fire. That's what it looks like. Avoho but the truth is shehasne einenu ukol, that the bush, the Jewish people, are not destroyed by this age. Sheesho mala eno soreh. Hashem's fire really does not burn, it does not destroy, it builds. And this fire in exile is the same fire of revelation. But it looks like it destroys to the eyes of flesh that we have and all we have endured, we can cite a lot of suffering and a lot of destruction. But the truth is, that was really an eye blaster. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 
Those two words are, are related. 
Cell rate is a more, I believe it's a more intense form of a cell rate. Yes, I'm thinking also about the age that we use at Havdalah, that as Shabbos ends, and we're about to go into the week, and we say, Havdalah, we're holding this fire while we're saying that Rafa. And maybe there's some kind of a remiss to this, that, you know, the, the age of Shabbos is, um, is revelation, and now we're about to experience the Shishashashis in Amrasev. And Maybe it's a way of bringing the, the Aish, the Or of Shabbos into the week and saying that the more we can hold on to this Aish of Marufa, the less that will need the Aish of the Shashashashim. Just a thought, Professor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure.